Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Straightforward Farming Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Reed, alongside Nick McCormick. And once again, we got Mr. Bullets and Mullets, Nathan Cushman, joining us. And we've been outside on the deck drinking beer, talking this and that, reminiscing about the old days. And I think we're going to stay on that subject. Um, you know, growing up, I mean, just the trucks were cool, the car, which actually... We missed out on the really cool shit, you know. Our did, dads yeah. got the cool stuff, yeah, 60s, cool 70s, stuff. all that shit. And luckily, we caught the tail end when all that stuff was kind of going by the wayside. But you could still find it then. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, they had the cool tractors, the cool trucks, cars, yeah. all that shit. But I guess the one thing they didn't have was the four-wheelers. You know, like we were talking, you yeah. was big into the 250Rs growing up and whatnot. And that's one thing they didn't have. But, yeah, them, them truly were the good old days, you know, I guess – Ride that stuff. Nobody cared. You could find it. It was fairly cheap. You know, you could bail some hay and afford one. You yeah. Know. Yep. Yeah. Back then, you could ride that shit on the road. Nobody said nothing. I yeah. mean, you know, I mean, how you guys lived in town, I could ride them in town, yeah. and nobody really said a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. I mean, it. I don't know. I. I probably, if I could go back, I would like to have like a seventy-eight, seventy-nine Ford F two fifty of some sort jacked up you know them was nice trucks i had one hell my uncle gave me one <laughs> i mean literally gave me the son of a bitch and then, you know it was beat up i mean it, he bought it he didn't buy it brand new that thing was like a year old when he bought it and i think the guy who bought it had ran it through some water and he, he didn't hurt the motor i think he got like water in the floorboard and the interior and whatever and just freaked him out and didn't want it no more so he traded in i mean that was only like a six month old truck and my uncle bought it yeah i think that was a 79 and uh and he drove it ever since, and I think he gave it to me in probably oh six, seven, somewhere in there. And I drove it for a few years, and ended up his son ended up buying it back, and he's fixed it all up now. It's a yeah, badass looking it, truck yeah, now. It's awesome now, yeah. Got it all jacked up. I don't think there's anybody that doesn't like a seventy or seventy nine Ford no. square headlight. Yeah, even if you're not a Ford guy, they're everybody likes yeah. them. Oh, for sure, yeah. Them, and even back then, the Chevy trucks were the square body Chevys. They were the Dodges. They all looked. Decent. They did, They're yeah. Not like today. The, I will say the Dodge trucks got really, really ugly in the eighties. I thought, yeah. and then you know the and they kept that forever. They did, and I mean them trucks were just hideous. The Cummins motor is what, yeah, is what saved them as far as I mean, it damn yeah. sure wasn't on looks. No, I just come across a TikTok the other day. It was a Dodge promo from sometime in the eighties talking about the Cummins motor. You know, and yeah. I mean that, that thing. I don't know if revolutionary is the right word, but I mean, it was badass for the day. Dodge was six months from canceling truck production. They were yeah. going to get out of the truck business, and Cummins called them and said, hey, we got this engine. We think it would work really good in a pickup truck. Do you have a couple trucks? They're like, yeah, we got several. We can't sell them here. Yeah. We'll send them over, and they put yeah. a Cummins in and said, hey, we think we can sell these, and that saved Dodge's truck it business. Did, yeah, it One did. of the old commercials of it. They put a fucking dozer blade on yeah. a square yeah. body and push yeah. it with it. Oh, now wow. it's like, oh, we got a step on your tailgate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're more focused on the interior yeah. bullshit and the yeah. comforts. Yeah. Back then, it was, you could do anything with this. Remember when we was kids, the truck commercials, they'd always have them like in a rock car. They'd dump the whole load of rock in the back, yeah. you know, and it'd bounce and shit. Yeah. <laughs> My dad had a 76 Ford F-250 with a 400. I think it was a 400, 400 or a 390. I don't remember now. It's been too long ago. I have to ask him. Was that the old Dooley that was no, a parts truck? That, that was a that was a 79. Okay. Old purple. Yep. That was a 79. That had a 400 in it, all cammed up. One. I ran good too for being a service truck. But the 76 had a turbo on it and an LP. And he loaned it to a buddy of his and he threw five rods to the side of it. Oh, shit. <laughs> with a, wow. A big block with a turbo. Get you right down the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My first truck when I was 16 was a 76 F250. It was only two wheel drive, 
But that truck was only 20 years old at the time. Mm-hmm. Looking back now, you know, that would be like having a 2000 model truck now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, but yeah, that was, I, I just like the interior. I mean, it was yeah. just plain and simple. And I like nothing. the key on the dash, not on the steering column. Yeah. Yeah, them was the good old days. And, and like, say, four-wheelers, you know, back then, it seemed like the four-wheelers were badass. Yeah, I mean, they were all good. If I could have another, I love 79 Fords, but that's too easy to take, right? I mean, like, everybody right. loves 79 Fords. Anything 80 to 86, I always like that body style. I like the interior. Yep. I like that better than the 87 to 91. Sure. I like the, the 80 to 86 better. I'd take another one of those, which is what I had when I turned 16. It was a diesel, but I, I would take a gas or a diesel. I'd prefer the gas just because I want to cackle the pipes. I've got diesel stuff now. I don't need it for that. But uh, Yeah, because to me, the older 70s trucks, to me, personally, look 10 times better than the truck that you drive now. And yeah. what, what's your truck, like an 06, 03? Yeah. yeah. And to me, they just look 10 times better. Yeah, for, I love those old trucks. Yeah. I, I like the 8086. The interior was good in those. I, and I like the 92 to 97 body style as well. But then you're getting a little bit newer. As right. far as you know, talking nostalgic or whatever, I mean, they're still old at this point. But right, uh, actually inquired. I found one the other day. It was a '97 one ton with a 460 in it. I'm like, I need that thing. Like, I need you know, hitting the head with a hammer. So, right. so you but, bought it? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Back in the days, our kids will never know when you had two fuel tanks. Yeah, had, had to, to flip, flip the, the switch. switch. Yep. Yeah. I remember when Dad bought a six nine. We went to Shawnee almost every weekend riding horses. And he bought a six nine and holy shit, that was a big deal. He had a diesel, damn right. diesel yeah. truck. Yeah. You know. Tall cotton. Which fucking But hell when we by were today's standards. Well hardly pull nothing. anything, you know, by today, you know. By today's standards. But back then it was way better than having a well, three fifty Chevy. Well, know? we ran around with a guy who had a four fifty four in his truck. Yeah. He passed it, everything but a gas station. Yep. Yep. And he had to pull up to in the middle of the pumps to stick a hose in each side just yep. so we couldn't figure out two tanks on one side. Yeah. You know? Yep. He had a he had a square body Chevy with Dually crew cab, two wheel drive with four fifty four in it, and Dad had a crew cab, Ford six nine. It was it was a big deal. Had a diesel pickup, you know. Yeah, yeah. and back then when we were younger, diesel fuel was a lot cheaper than gas. Right. Yeah. yeah, and you could get just as good a mileage. They were better. Yeah. yeah, I think all them Dodge Cummins that I owned, hell, that green and silver when I had it was a ninety four automatic transmission. That son of a bitch would get twenty one mile a gallon oh, yeah. all yeah. day long. We put a million turbo kits on those old Fords. Yeah, dad. Yeah. Dad had a O three seven three. Shit, they got twenty two, twenty three on the yeah. interstate all the time. I don't know what these new ones get. I, everybody bitches. You know, they're like hell. They 15. get like nine. Yeah, yeah. Nine if to fifteen. Delete, if you delete them, yeah. you'll get twenty. Yeah. Really? Yep. I had no clue what they. Allegedly, got. we don't know anybody that would do that. No. I yeah. Mean, that's yeah. What I heard. We read it on Google. Yeah. It's all on the internet. <laughs> now I always liked them Cummins motors though in pickups. I mean, they, oh yeah, they was. And even even the power strokes was good motor. I had no issues with them. Yeah, they were good. All well, the seven threes were six O's and six fours were a little. Yeah, now those I've never ran them. Seven threes was the only ones I've ever yep. ever ran. The six sevens though, the new ones are bad bitches. I mean, they're are they? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they are. I don't know why Ford Navistar never used the three sixty though. They already were making it. It was good to go. I mean, it's it's plenty heavy compared to the Cummins, but it's, but it's way no, better. It's, it's way no better. bigger than a four forty four though. That. It's you probably know. a little heavier though, right? And and it wouldn't fit. That you'd had to do in a doghouse, or the body style would have had to change some yeah. to, to accommodate. Well, a lot of those that, a lot of those little S series had the four forty fours in them. Yeah. But fuck, you had the doghouse anyway. Yeah. So true. I mean, was, but if they'd have started with the three sixty right. in eighty three when they should have, yep. 
Dodge and, and Chevy. The 5.9 Cummins never would have been what it is. It would have never been right. in a truck. Dodge had already been out of the market, and Chevy would have never. I mean, yeah. they didn't have anything until they got the Duramax, and that's still sketchy. Yeah. So. What year did the, the Power Stroke come awesome. out? Like, 94, 96? Late 94. Okay. Because I just remember when them come out, that the sound of them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you'd never heard a diesel sound like that. It yeah. had that. I don't know what you'd call it. It was a, a yeah. whine ain't the right word, but it just sounded way different. A rumble to them, yeah. Yeah. Way different, but we overhauled a DT in the dump truck in the shop there a couple of months ago. It was my great uncle's. It's just so much easier to work on shit back then. Yep, everything was so much simpler. Best diesel engine ever made. DT four sixty six. Hundred percent. And man, they had them things in. Every Why year. they never made a big version of that, I'll never know. Yep. Why International never said, "Hey, we're selling a shitload of semis. Yep. Let's quit buying engines from Cummins and just make a big version of this." I'll never know. And trust yep. me, as a tractor pulling guy, I'd really like to. Well, look that. at all these guys that take them in these local farm classes that mm-hmm. stock head bolts are holding 60 70 pounds of boost and i mean they firing them but i mean they'll take 500 horse without you're not studding the mains yeah. you're not girdling yeah. them you're just stock block stock head i mean they're there tough was, there was never a better engine than no there was a guy from down effingham i don't know if he still got it or not alan barnes he put a 466 yeah. and a four pickup well, yeah. i used to pull against him yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> i don't know if he still got that or not but yeah it was yeah. the best motor ever made on that <laughs> Yeah, they did. They had them son of a bitches in everything. That yeah. was a good motor. We got we got one one of our great trucks. And yeah, never have a bit of trouble with it. I'd like to build a seventy nine or a eight mid eighties and put a four sixty six in it. And, yep. You know, juice it up a little. Well, according to Allen's truck, you got to cut. It's a little too long. You get adjust the, you get adjust the valves on about three cylinders from the driver's seat. Yeah, but. I can see that. <laughs> but a three sixty would fit, and they're just as good. Same motor, it's just shorter. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been up close to his truck with the 466. It's, it's tight. I'll bet it is. Does he still have that? or? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Honestly, I always thought about just putting it in the bed. Yeah. Just put it in the bed. Yeah. Like a Volkswagen. Get you a drop box. And... I always thought about it'd be fun to build one, like take one out of a pulling tractor and put it in like an S-series and mm-hmm. show it to a local pole. Yeah. You know, and just mop everybody's ass with 466 and... I wonder why back in the day, like, John Deere never got into truck engines. I mean... Shit, they could barely do tractor engines. Right? <laughs> right. I mean, you can be a John Deere guy all you want, but a 404 diesel is a freaking gas engine with injector screwed in spark plug holes. I mean, the, the injection pump goes where the distributor went. The injectors are in <laughs> spark plug holes. That was barely a diesel engine. That was the 5.7 Chevy diesel of the tractor yep. world. You yeah, know, which was just a three fifty. Even when they got diesel. to the bigger shit, is intake exhaust on the same side? How the fuck can anything breathe when you got everything right there together? Like they were never really known for anything. What farts go in one end, or your yeah. air goes one end, <laughs> farts go out the other? Right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. You don't do it on the same side. I can tell you this, and even growing up driving a few of them for people that I worked with, I've yet to come across anybody who said. That 6.2 Chevy diesel was the most badass <laughs> truck I ever drove. Yeah. <laughs> Them gutless pieces of shit. shit. Oh, my God. Well, got okay mileage, and that's about all you can uh, say. I had a neighbor that that was all he had my entire life but growing up. they lasted up. forever. They did, but... Oh, my God. Them things were gutless. And I'm yeah. talking a wagon load of hay stacked four high. Yeah. was like a low. It's like, man, put it four low and just nail it, because yeah. it's going to take everything it's got. I remember Royce Compton used to have one. He had a two-horse trailer pulled behind it and we took off just smoke just bellering yeah, you yeah. know like it's all that old six two one it was two horses and a little trailer behind it yeah <laughs> yeah them things were they, they suck pretty bad. and it didn't matter 
if it was 100 degrees and you just shut it off, you had to wait for the glow plugs every time. I mean, it was... Yep. Yeah. Well, that was all the way up through the shit, the old seven threes, and that still pisses me off. Yeah. Why, why in the world, in the mid '80s, after glue plugs have been gone for a while on the farm side, yeah. do we say, you know, we're gonna build this engine? Let's try glue plugs and precaps one more time. I guess the the new trucks still have glow plugs of some sort. I mean, what are they? Or grid heaters or a variety yeah. of grid Do they, I, Well, semis haven't had any sort of helping I was gonna for say, years. Years. I've, yeah. I've never been in a semi that had any. Just all compression, does it? Well, yep. it always cracked me up as a tractor from that vintage. You just start them. But a truck that you need to start in the cold. Nah, we're well, that's why all these old farmers have big old meat hands from holding the glow stick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The glow plug button for six minutes well, before you, know you start it. a 560, you hold it till your thumb goes numb. You hold it with your other thumb till yeah. it goes numb. You hold it with your other thumb that's recuperated till it goes numb. Then you get the battery charger out and start the whole process over. Yeah. That's how you start a 560. But I guess what was it on them motors? Because, you know, you can get on a 1066 and, and fire. They, they weren't pre-cups. Those, all those glue plug ones are pre-cup chambers. Okay. Yeah, now see, that's that. shit that's over so my head. Little, I have no clue. You have a little cup in the cylinder head. Yeah. Okay. And your glow plug sits in it, heats this little air. And okay. Little and air, the, the injector yeah. sprays across that. Gotcha. To, to burn it instead. Yeah. That's why they call it direct injection. They spray it straight okay. down. Okay. So down 560 it. was the last glow plugs on, on an IH on trap? IH, yeah. yeah. Yep. Which, did Deer ever have it on anything of theirs? I don't know. I well, right. international is the last one until the nineties, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, you know what? let's bring this back." <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Yeah, like, hey, we ain't had this in a tractor for thirty years. We're gonna put them in a pickup yeah. now. <laughs> no, deer never had it. They had, well, they were two cylinder back then, right? Um, they never had it on those. And then, of course, it was mandatory to have nine cans of ether to start a forty four forty or anything. Well, for sure, that's why they had really good ether. <laughs> yep. You want to break a ring in something? <laughs> get John Deere ether. <laughs> Yeah, and and they they couldn't master the electronic ether, electric ether. Well, let's just jam the can into the dash. That'll be handy. Yeah, like old cars. I love old muscle cars. I'd like to have a. I'd love to have a Dukes of Hazard charger. Yeah, just because, or a red one with a black vinyl top. Was a Dukes of Hazard a '69 also? Yep. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. How many? Supposedly a 440 car. I think whatever they could. It was well, yeah. It was whatever they could find for the show that right. day. A lot of them say, how many of them did they demolish just making the show? I mean, Several. Had to have been Several. a bunch. Yeah. A, I lot mean, of, a lot of those scenes were just snipped in from before, but right. yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you, could, you could see a lot of that shit where they jump, and I mean, it just demolishes just the demolish. front. You wonder yeah. how many of them cars were just... Because you watched uh, some of them where they didn't cut them out soon enough. The uh, front end's fucking... Yeah, yeah. It just pulls the fender Fenders, down. everything, yeah. just yeah. gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to have one of them with a 426 Hemi or a 440 with three deuces, but I prefer a 426 Hemi. Didn't you say when your dad bought his, another local guy bought one the same day and they didn't even know? I mean, yeah, his friend, friend bought one the same day. Because for those of you, Nick's dad's got a 69, it's 69, yeah, Dodge 69 Charger. Yeah, yep, with yeah. what 70,000 original miles on 68,000. Well, it's got 340 or is it? no, it's got a 383 Magnum, 350 horse. So, I mean, but, it's not a dog by any means. But but nonetheless, his best friend bought one. Bought one the same day, only his was, dad's is a, is a black vinyl top. His buddy's was a hard top, and it was a 444 speed. Dad's is an automatic. Dad wanted a 440 with a four-speed, but they couldn't find one. Of course, back then, you know, it's not like the internet today, and yeah. when you're traveling real far to get one, they somehow got a hold. The 70s were already out, and he didn't like the the chrome strip around the outside of the 70s, and I think the headlights are open on a 70, where on a 69, they fold away. Okay. And uh, so he won to 69. He won one in Petty Blue. 
Of course, couldn't find that, so this thing is mint green. His buddy's was actually the exact same color, only a hard top. But his buddy ended up wrecking his pretty quick after that. But, yeah, we still got it. Yeah. I think it's down the road. Got great power steering, rides like a dream. Drum brakes, you can't stop from here to my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can get going, but you can't hear something. But you know, like you say, three hundred fifty horse. I mean, that was a shitload for mm-hmm. back then. I mean, goddamn, what the pickup truck have seventy five? <laughs> yeah, mean, probably. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, in true Dodge fashion, though, it says it'll turn like six thousand RPMs. Where it bends a push rod at fifty two hundred every time, but <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to run more than that. But it won't in true Dodge fashion. <laughs> Mom could always complete a trip with it. According to her, Dad could never make it anywhere without. <laughs> when the Pontiac dealership went out and the Dodge dealership went out there years ago in Effingham. The old service writer, when they were cleaning stuff out, found a whole stack of warranty invoices or whatever. <laughs> it was a push rod, push rod, push rod. He's like, well, it's supposed to turn. Now it's 5,500 or whatever it was. At 5,200, it'll bend one every time, you know? But, um, I can't believe your dad wasn't a Mustang guy, as diehard Ford as he is. Uh, he wasn't a Ford guy back then. Which really? Fords really weren't that fast back then. Yeah. You know, I mean, I like 69 Mustangs. They're awesome looking, but it was Mopar, more power back then, yep. you know? And that's what's weird, too. Like well, Richard Petty. Right. I mean, that's why yeah. everybody loved Richard Petty. Yeah. Oh, everybody loved Richard Petty. And it was funny, too, like with Ford, you know, the old Mustangs, them were cool. But when you got to, like, 1980, that was the most hideous, ugly. Well, I don't remember know. the exact name. They all went that way. But yeah. you got to remember the Mustang two, which is maybe the queerest car they ever made. Right. You know. <laughs> but some of them in there for being a muscle car at one yeah, time, it's like, right. man, this thing is now, a pilot. The 70s, the 80s, yeah. the 80s, the 70s, the 70s yeah. gas crunch on those really screwed them. But now the Fox body Mustangs in the 80s I like. But looking back now, I don't want one. But at the time, I did, you know. But yeah. Which, like, is Dodge still making the Charger? I know they did a few yeah, years ago, and I, I didn't know so, if they were yeah. still yeah. still making it. At least Dodge is doing it right. They're making them badass looking, right? You know? But they screwed that up. The Charger should be the Challenger, yeah, body style, right? Not the Challenger, you know. But Ford and Chevy both came out with the new hashtag Blazer yeah. and Bronco, and they're fucking look like a goddamn Equinox and yeah. Yeah. whatever the Ford. What burns me about the Bronco is all the concept vehicles that you saw. Oh, they looked, looked awesome. Yeah. And then they come out with the queerest version they could find, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 Dodge is still, like, fucking making Hellcat everything. Like, oh, we got a minivan. We'll put a Hellcat in it. We don't <laughs> have care. You, have, you, have you seen that video? It's like, hi. I'm James from Chevrolet, and we're going to switch all our stuff to Eco, and we're going all electric on this new whatever, you know, and it's like, hi, I'm Jeff from from Ford, and we're going to make a four-door hatchback version of the Mustang, and then it's like, the guy from Dodge cracks a cold bush light, and you're like, I'm Butch from Dodge, and we're going to put a Hellcat in that minivan. <laughs> it's my favorite video of all time. And I'm like, yeah, there's some truth in that. I mean, so, Dodge only has one strategy on that. They've never got mileage. It's never been their thing. Yeah. They just got to go after it. So a guy at work has a, uh, a good friend of his is a billionaire. He's a local guy. He's made, uh, had an internet business sold. Anyway, he's got a Hellcat. He's got a Lambo, but he's got a Hellcat too. Uh, the Hellcat Jeep. Yeah. And he's got a Hellcat Charger. Sweet. They're both fast as fuck. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Is there any plans of Dodge bringing back the Ram Charger? I mean, you know, Ford doing the Bronco and all. I mean, I don't know. You know, Dodge had the Ram Charger. And if they could get Chuck Norris to do a commercial, oh yeah, <laughs> flip on the old blower with the switch, and yeah. Fucking, yeah. But yeah, I'm like you though. I seen some of them concept vehicles like on the Bronco, and they did. They looked badass. That silver one was awesome. It was, but they always gave them up at the end. That's what. Yeah, anybody that works for Mopar has any idea contact listen to this podcast if you could bring back the hellcat ram charger yeah that would oh be, yeah 
and keep it a good body style. Right. Yeah. Not something that's just terrible. Yeah. Hell, when we was kids, a lot of the game wardens around here drove Ram Chargers. Yeah, yeah. not all of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in some ways, I mean, the Ram Charger body style just kind of looked like a scout. Yeah, it did. a little bit. It I did, mean, for sure. Scout invented the SUV. We got to get your way, scout out this summer, too. We do. Have it. It's ready to go. We wanna, we'll go get it right now if you want to go. Hell yeah. That's the new big thing. Everybody's the old blazers and the. I've seen a few of them on the internet, and if they're getting what I think they're getting for those, don't sell mine is for sale. Oh, man, don't get rid of that. <laughs> I don't know. I saw one the other day for 52000 on eBay. Oh, yeah. For, <laughs> I'm letting mine go <laughs> for that. Yeah. Which yours is a hard top, but it's removable, right? Your yeah. Scout? Yeah. Scout 2, yeah. Yeah, yep. the first SUV, the old International yep. Scout. They, have, they had all that stuff, four-door pickups, suburban-type yep. vehicles. Yeah, you're, you're big into reading. I gave Nick that book, A Corporate Tragedy, that I read about. Basically, mm-hmm. the way I yeah, went broke, it, yeah. he gets done that. You have to to take a gander at it. Yeah, yeah. that's that's got a 80, 80 or eighty two international dump truck, the old body yeah. style. Still runs like a champ. I'd love to have a seventy four automatic. Yeah, I, first time I hopped in it to uh, move it for him, I figured I had a stick in it, but hell, yeah. I had an automatic. It's one of those you got a gas on it and let off of it, so yeah. it'll shift and then you get back in. And that it, was know, what year? Eighty or eighty two. Yeah, I did realize they had automatics and that yep. stuff back then. Mm-hmm. Buddy of mine's got a 73 international pickup, I think. Fully restored it here the other day. Drove it clear out. It was sold new in Montana, I think. He drove it clear out there and did all the did a picture in front of the, the building that used to be the dealership. And then took it out to the big show. There was one this last summer. I can't think what it was. It was the Red Power Roundup was out there or whatever. And brought it around, went out into the into Yellowstone and all that. Drove no all, kidding. The whole tour Those international trucks look cool for the oh, day. I yeah, thought they were awesome. Well, Dad was going to actually. They drive for shit. But yeah. yeah. Dad was going to take it. He bought it. It was going to take it and whack it and just put a hitch on the front of it so you pull the tractor and you dump bed as like a little dump trailer. And he fucked with it, got run, and fucking runs like a champ. Yeah. Has one brake working, you know. And he was going to just use it around the house there to move firework. Well, now it's ventured out. Course, getting 10 to 15 miles mm. away from the house <laughs> on the trip, and the old tanks are just full of rust. And uh, I used it to go out to my brother's to haul some horse shit with it about a month ago. And he he'd said, Yeah, grab a screwdriver before you go, and there's a filter up on the dash, you may need that. Well, it did, <laughs> so you got to stop about every 30 miles and crawl underneath it, and change the inline fuel line filter, mm-hmm. get back in her, she'll fire up. You're yeah. good for another 30. The old Scout I've got when I bought it, same thing, fuel tank was full of rust. So I put an inline fuel filter in it. And uh, I got pretty good at changing those, and I kept the whole console full of them, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, we're out cruising with one night, and a uh, buddy of mine was with me, and he's like, oh, man, I need to take a leak. Well, I happened to mash on around the corner. If you got on it hard, it was going to need to fuel. Sucker shut, yeah. Sucker shut. So we. We wheeled off real quick. He hopped up, pee real quick, and I changed that real quick, slammed the hood, hopped back in. He got in. He's like, you going to change that filter? I'm like, I already did. He's like, no kidding? I'm like, yeah, I'm getting pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> slammed it, fired her up, off we went, good to go. Yes, yeah, so where you just put the Jesus clamps instead of the hose clamps? Yeah, it just, had, it just had the squeeze clamps yep. on it. Yeah. Yep. Maybe a pair of pliers and a stack of fuel filters. It, it didn't take me. Oh, it didn't take all super long. I got all the rest yeah. out of it and got it cleaned up. It's good to go now. I haven't changed a fuel filter on it in years. Maybe now. that should be our concept if we ever make millions of dollars here on this podcast that people are just not raving over. <laughs> but an international <laughs> truck with a 466 in it. We'll yeah, take it all local truck. Like to, I'd like to have one. You would smoke everybody's ass if you built one 
to it. I even like because they had crew cabs in them. Yeah, they had, they had everything. They were before everything their time. that's made now. They had way back then before everybody wanted it. Yep. Right. I've, I've never actually been inside an international pickup truck to see the interior or nothing. By like a '79 Ford. As it, I didn't know if they was more or less anything for lack of comparison. Now, so a '74 Ford interior would look very similar. They okay. were making trucks in '74. Now, was all the internationals four wheel drive? Or I mean, not all of them, but I mean, they I assume had four wheel drive. They had four wheel drive, yeah. yeah. And then they had those uh, travel all. They had some suburban type vehicles. Some yeah. of those were only two wheel drive. Your the, scouts four wheel drive. Four wheel drive. Yeah. The one I still kick myself in the butt for not buying. Do you remember? Where I, I know I showed it to you. There was one on eBay, and this has been, gosh, probably 15 years ago now, but it was on an army base. And they had bought it brand new, and it was a, a full-size Scout, not a Scout 2, it was a full-size Scout, but it, some conversion company has extended it, and it had three bench seats in it, I think, plus your buckets in the front, and it had like 12,000 miles on it. No kidding. Uh, I was dying to buy it. Dying to buy it. It's like, what are you going to do with it? Well, right. you know what you're going to do with it. Exactly. You're, you're, <laughs> we're going to drink beer. We're going to road trip it. <laughs> we probably don't need to spend the money for that. On private property. Yeah, yeah on private of property. Course. Yeah, of course. Of course, with helmets, full five-point harnesses, completely yep. off the roadway. Yeah, exactly. But... Uh, I, I so wish I'd have bought that because it went kind of high at the time, but now that thing be worth killer money. Right. You know, it's like, eh, I should have bought that. I I wish more than anything. Not a drop a restaurant. I was in Texas or whatever. I wish IH could have stayed in business. Just from like you say, there was a lot of that stuff that they had that was before its time. I'm not, I'm not saying it was the best or the whatever. The Scout 3 had that composite body that nobody did for years yeah. after that, you know. And that thing was way ahead of its time. But that book is so interesting. You know, all the shit that was making them money, they were selling off to yeah. raise cash to keep the company. It's like you right. should have just sold off all this shit that ain't making you no know, money. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I would, if they could have got Lee Iacocca in there, I yeah. think they probably could have saved it. Well, but, sounds like they didn't. Well, they just need him for a business management exactly. standpoint. I just watched a good video of him today on TikTok. I don't know if I sent that to you or not, where he was at a press conference. This was like 1980 or whatever it was and he was on there and these goddamn trade deals with Japan I mean he was just giving them both barrels the same things that we're into with, with yeah. China now yeah exactly you know? have yep. you guys uh, seen Dan Pina on TikTok at oh all? yeah yeah I've, I, okay yep. yeah he is a vicious motherfucker. He is. Yeah. What, what I love about all that old stuff is though you know, you know man could be a man back then on any of that stuff right. you could stand up for some of that whatnot, and you, it was just such a better time you know I was listening to a podcast the other day the Dale Jr. Download podcast and he's got old race car drivers on different time and newer stuff too. But it was uh, he had the guy that was Dale Earnhardt's crew chief on there, uh, Larry McReynolds there at the end. And he was talking about test driving this or testing this car on the track, and they went out for practice or whatnot. And Dale got in the lead, and he led for like twenty laps. And McReynolds is like, "Hey, would you back that off a little bit and get in traffic? Let's see how it handles in in traffic." He's like. Nah, I don't plan on being back there. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like if a race car driver did that today, yeah. you'd probably get fired. You Which know, but I don't. Back then, Dale Earnhardt's like, nope, I'm not planning on being well, in second. I, he was a man's man. He was a man's back man. At, you know, I, he had his faults. Yeah, I, I never followed NASCAR. You know, growing up, and there was a stint there when I was probably 22 to 25 years old. I followed it some, but it wasn't like religiously and had my favorite. Yeah. You know, but I just kind of knew what was going on, but. I mean, this shit now, when you got these stages and you got yeah, a yeah, restriction, it's, it's like, I, I can't get into that. Well, well, well like all those motorsports have went that way. Dale Earnhardt, either you loved him or you hated him. Yeah. I hated I think, him as a kid. I, I think now you now. have to love him just because of the shit he does. Well, like, I didn't like him then because he was a Chevy guy. He was everything I loved in a driver yep. other than he drove the wrong car, right? Yeah. But he, uh, all that stuff, if you listen to any of those old stories, you know, it's like, 
you know, they're taking Volkswagen fenders and putting them, beating them flat and yep. putting them on this car and just, you know, hands on. You know, like the one guy, uh, Richard Childress that owned Dale Earnhardt's car, his first race car, how he got started, he bought for 20 bucks. No kidding. He bought it for 20 because yep. he had a $90 claim rule or something. So he bought this $20 car, ended up doing pretty good with it. Somebody gave him 90 bucks for it. So he bought a $50 car and built another one. Wow. You know, and that's how he got his start with a $20 yep. car and ended up yep. owning the car that Dale Earnhardt yep. drove. If you ever, a multi-millionaire now, wow. you know. If you ever watch anything on Dale, he damn near didn't make it. Yeah. Because he failed yeah. pretty miserably the first couple of years yeah. trying yeah. to race. But he raced the way he did. He just ran the absolute fuck out of well, it. Well, you can't do that when you don't have the money to fix it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he learned all that stuff dirt track racing, but he yeah. knew he had to get off the dirt tracks to make any money. Yeah. You know, and, and his dad was pretty famous. That, but all that backwoods, you know, just good old boy, yeah. go at it. You oh, know, I love that. Pound the shit out with a hammer, and we're going to fix this. Right. Like some of those guys talk about, they would, Earnhardt's dad, they would race the, they would take the whole family to the race. He would race the car that night. Then they'd all load it back up and, and drive it home. Yeah, right. exactly. you know, right. Like, what do you do if you blow the car up? How are you getting home? It's yeah. all here. Call your buddy. Right. You know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. just amazing stuff like Love that. Love them Dale interviews though when he was younger. Yeah. He'd clearly come up, smack some yeah. nice corner, throw him in the wall, be like, "Yeah, I hit a little harder. I wanted to rattle this cage. You smoked him. Just rattle this cage. Well, I think I seen a deal on NASCAR, and I could be wrong. Don't flame me on this deal, but. I think it was the first NASCAR race ever televised at the end of the race, like in fucking turn four, somebody got sideways, whatever. But the first televised race ever, K.O. Yarborough and somebody else got in a fist fight yes. all yep. right on the fucking track on yep. national TV. Yeah, and it, it like exploded right. from there, you know, yeah. they was all, everybody was all about it then, you know? Yeah. But, but tractor pulling was the same way back then. You know, you could, you know, a little ingenuity and a hammer and set and of, people farm with them. You know, it's like farm, we, you know, you could you could build something out of something. Now it's all big dollars and cents and all that stuff and, and full of bitching. Full of bitching. I, I will, I'll stand by this until I see something different to change my view on it. But you'll never see a bigger group of bitchers than anybody that does anything in the stock class. <laughs> yeah. Oh, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. There. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there, I'm sure you've seen the meme. It's like. Somewhere there's a guy in a you know three hundred thousand dollar motor home with an enclosed stacker trailer talking about how racing's costing too much, and then you know yep. and then there's this guy with a four fifty four Chevy Dually square body that he drug out of his neighbor's pasture with a shitty trailer and an old derby car on it, saying, "Man, ain't we having a great time drinking a cold beer?" And there's truth in that, yep. you know. It's just, yep. but how do you keep it at that level? Because it's like anything. I don't care if we're shooting guns or if we're tractor pulling, drag racing, stock car racing. Money starts playing into it. Yeah. It gets super expensive as it gets popular, and it weeds out the guys that are probably better at it but just can't yeah. physically afford it. Well, you know? I had a pulling truck. We had a meeting uh, one winter. We all got together and drank beer. It started out really friendly, and it kind of didn't end that way. Like, basically. Like it usually does, yeah. yeah. And uh, so they first started out the diesel pickups, which then, uh, shit, I think Adam's truck was... 12 or 1300 horse engine dyno to me as a yeah. running motherfucker wanted duels okay yeah no problem so all we did was take single axle pickups and take a loader tracker and sham duels onto them and push them as high as we could to get a lug nut started right. and suck a lug nut and fucking run it you know <laughs> so there was a couple two-wheel drive guys that were coming around at that point and on a certain track they'd whip the shit out of the four-wheel drive guys well they wanted duels oh no we can't because of safety I'm like, 
There's a 1,300 horse pickup over here spinning the fuck out of them. Yeah. Shit with three threads holding Exactly. (laughs) And the gassers weren't as hot then as they are now. And, you know, I mean, shit, there's probably a 500 horse gap between the gas trucks and the diesels. And then the stock guys, they're, well, I want uh, a distributor that has a built-in rev limiter so I don't tear anything up if I break a U-joint or something. Well, if it's stock, it won't spin hard enough to hurt anything. And just like one yeah. thing, after it's always the other, technical like, shit. Holy, yeah. well, that's to pull seventeen inches of vacuum. Well, when I worked at a dealership in nineteen sixty-two, yeah. it wouldn't yeah. pull seventeen inches of vacuum factory anyway. You know, yeah. like the, holy shit, guys! When, like, what when are we, we were kids, here? when we were kids, and then you even see it now in these local pools where they have the run what you brung right. farm yeah. tractor class. Yeah. And luckily, it's local, so. Literally, everybody knows if that's a farm tractor or not because right. you've seen it in the yeah. You know it's not some shed queen that's all right. pimped yeah. out, you yeah. know. But when we were kids, that's when they first started pickup truck pulling, and it was daily drivers. There yeah. was there was nothing that was modified for pulling. It was yeah. literally unhook the gooseneck, take yeah. it to the track. We're going to town. Exactly. Yeah. And to me, that's what was so much fun. And even if you ask around today... Hey, what class do you like the best? Most people tell you yep. it's to run what you brought. Tim had that yellow fucking Ford. Yep, oh yellow. You can't maintain that yep. though, right? Exactly. So it doesn't matter if it's truck pulling, tractor yep. pulling, drag racing, whatever it is. You started off at that, but it always evolves yep. into yep. Nathan bought this. Yep. Tony's like, yep. heck with that. I'm going to buy this one better. Exactly. And then it gets out of hand like that but used every to, time. Yeah, used to. It used to be Dale had the whore dog up there. Tim had that yellow Ford. Right. Which, yeah. which always to broke me, every I, time he hooked yeah. to a sled, it broke. I still yeah. say the best way to eliminate most of that shit is in these stock classes. Okay, if it's a stock tractor class, the fucker's got to have three-point PTO, yep. all the shit on it. And you'll eliminate, because most people ain't going to spend that kind of money on a tractor with that shit still on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, then you're you get eliminate. the guys that got Will Lake stacked six feet yeah. out on both yeah. sides. Or they got belly bar on it like they ever farmed with a belly bar. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Yep. But luckily being local, you literally know that, okay, I, I know this guy farms with that tractor. Yeah. I mean. But, but you can't make that the rule, right? It's exactly. Like it can't be that Tony has to know this guy. Exactly. Yeah. So once you put it in black and white, then it, yeah. it always ends up being a shit show. Yeah. Yep. But some of those old interviews, I was listening to the one with Daryl Waltrip, and just the stuff they did, it was just. It was cool because it, it was ingenuity. Cool. It, it was. Yeah. You know, they're. Yeah. You know, like he wrecked his one car, and then they switched, you know, complete brands. They took everything off this Mercury and put on a Chevrolet or whatever. There wasn't very much Chevrolet about it. It was all this old Mercury, but it right. was a fresh frame, yeah. you know, whatever. And he's driving yeah. for somebody else. It was just, it's super awesome and interesting to hear all that old stuff. To me, yeah. racing was racing when you had an open-faced helmet and one piece of pipe over your head, and that was pretty much <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Seat belts were marginal you know, at best. When Days of Thunder <laughs> come out, was about the end of NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, it was. You know, of the good NASCAR, back when a guy like Harry Hogg, you know, yep. which who's fictional, but kind of based on a real character. Right. You know, doing it in his barn, yep. building them. And yeah. now it's all cookie cutter, CNC yeah. well, money. It's best, all for the advertisement. The, the yeah. best one is, is he's cheating. Well, how do you know? Well, I'm cheating yeah, and he's, he's beating, beating me. me. <laughs> There's a lot of truth in that. Yeah. There's a lot of truth in that. Yeah. That's one movie I don't know that I've ever seen is Days of Thunder. You've never, You've seen, never seen Days of Thunder. Oh, Get out. Seen. The podcast is over. Yeah. We're taking a break while Tony watches Days have of you Thunder. Seen, have you seen Lonesome Dove? Uh, when I was a little kid, but I can't tell you yeah, anything I watched, about I watched it. Lonesome Dove. I can quote the entire entire Days of Thunder movie too. Yeah. If you I, I do know that I have seen bits and pieces of Days of Thunder. I do yeah. remember seeing the wheelchair deal in the hospital yeah. where they yeah. started racing. Hit, hit the pace but, car. But as far as the rest of that movie, I don't think I've ever seen. Oh, he was out there yeah. in a 1586 in the mud yeah. spraying. With saddle tanks on. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly wouldn't actually have been doing it. I yeah. know, obviously like, hey, we yeah. got to film this and go yeah. out there. 
That's the best coon dog I ever seen or heard about, and I didn't teach him a damn thing. <laughs> I like to hit the pace car. What? Yeah. Hit the pace car. Why? Well, you hit everything else out there, and I want you to be perfect. perfect. <laughs> well, look at that. Panel we don't have to fix. Uh, <laughs> I don't shit. want you spoiled. Yeah, you need to watch that, Tony. That's I do know from all the previews, and like I say, I honestly got I've never seen the movie, but from all the previews, it's like, I mean, is Tom Cruise's car coal-fired in that movie. I mean, he is literally black from head to toe in every fucking... I was going to chuckle on that, too. It's like, he, they're, he all and back, they're all banging back and forth that he is just covered in... Yeah, in, it's in like... What? Nobody else is. Yeah. Yeah. I always wondered that if that was some his, car his, I didn't know about that was coal-fired. Well, like so, they took the windshield out forever. So part man. of those scenes are based on real things. They're like... So when they take him to that restaurant or whatever, that actually happened. That was Dale Earnhardt and uh, Jeff Bodine. Oh, really? I think it was Jeff Bodine. Yeah. They kept hitting each other all the time or whatever. And so Bill France said, hey, you guys are grinding to supper together. We're meeting out here. Some of that was based on real stuff. Oh, really? No kidding. Yeah. 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 Earnhardt was the original fucking badass. I mean. Which, the couple years that I followed it, like I said, this has been in, oh, I'm going to say roughly 2003. It was kind of cool then because it. it Dale Dale was gone then. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it still felt like there was somewhat of a competition. Now it just seems like it is nothing but a show and it's politically yeah. correct. Yeah. And everybody has to have a fair shake, so we got to break this down I into stages. I would say that's almost and 100% of anything fucking pro sport. Yeah. yeah. Anything, period. Pro sports in general, whether it's yeah. motorsports or, or bat and ball or whatever, they've all went to shit. They were it's, talking about football the other day at work, and I said, I fucking couldn't tell you anything about football. I don't, I don't watch any sports. I was like, I think the last game I watched was when Erlacher played for the Bears. The That's just because he was a badass fucking The day dude, Colin Kaepernick know? took a knee was the last time I watched yep. a football game. I, I have never in my whole life watched baseball, football, basketball. The only thing I will maybe watch is college basketball at March Madness. They run that now. And even then, it's I don't watch. Transfer and they're going to pay them. And yeah. So, so we're on this subject, and I, I completely forgot about it, but. Uh, it's a good topic to talk about how our country's in such a fucking oh, it's a shit whirlwind shit. going down the toilet. So I shoot with a guy that came from China in 2015. And he rode all the way out to Kansas with me uh, a couple weeks ago. No, he's actually Chinese. Then. Chinese. I mean, came yeah. from China. Is okay. he shooting SKS? Or? Nope. He's a hell of a... He shoots a two two three in attack class. Okay. Hell of a two two three shooter. Um, but he taught archery in China. And the reason they're over here, his wife came over here with her job, and they came over, and he, so he, every three years, she has to move as part of the contract for a job. So he's lived in L.A., he lives in Champaign now. She's getting ready to move to Boston, but he's actually thinking about moving to Atlanta because a friend of his is starting a job. But anyway, he taught archery in China, and he said the only way you can really even get into archery in China is if you're good enough to make it to the, possibly make it to the Olympics, and he was an instructor, so he was a good archer, so he was able to teach and all that shit. And I was like, so I assume there's no rifle shooting in China. And he just laughs. He goes, no, there's yeah. literally nothing. And he goes, I can't believe the people that are so against the Second Amendment and so against everything that he goes, they really need to come and live. Where, it never where. fails. He's, my, he's 31, it so is. he lived until he was 25 yep. in China. He's like... People here have absolutely no idea. It's always the people that come from them countries who are like, man, this is the greatest country in the fucking world, and yet you dumb fucks are too stupid to even see it. And he's even said, like, he got mugged in L.A., and he's like, well, I couldn't have a pistol in my car in L.A. And when they were moving from L.A. out here, he had all these rifles and shit, everything in this little U-Haul and this little car they had. 
and um, got pulled over, and he was asking my views on cops. And I was like, you know, I support cops. I mean, I there's some shit bags out there, I'm sure, but there isn't anything yeah, you do. Sure. Yeah. And the bad ones always are ones that. Sure. I mean, make the news. How many people leave a good review at a restaurant? Exactly. Yeah. Not very many, but fucking, what, yeah. it's always yeah. bad. Karen's will give you plenty yeah. of reviews. And he had these people. He had these guys out on the side of the interstate in cuffs with all their shit out, you know, because there were two Chinese people with rifles traveling across. And I can kind of under, you know, yeah. without trying to racial profile, I can understand, you know. But to me, that's simple paperwork. Yeah, you know, I got concealed carry. If cop pulls me over, all yeah. I got to do is wheel out the paper, and then there's there's no need to cuff anybody, whatever. Yeah. I got the fucking proof right yeah. here. And that guy should Well, the cop thought they were running drugs, you know. Yeah. Which, um, he profiled him. Yeah. I, 100%. May have been a piece of shit cop, but, had a bad day, and his old lady's fucking somebody right. else, and, and we're going to take down these people. And granted, you know. We'll go, I'm not, I'm not speaking for anybody else in this podcast, but profiling works. It right. When the numbers yeah. show that certain people, and I'm not targeting any certain people, when... The statistics show that they're the ones doing it. Then what the fuck do you yeah. think when I pull you over? I'm gonna check it out. I mean, yeah. next six five and blonde haired, he was probably a Nazi in Germany. Exactly. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> He's exactly what Adolf was looking for. I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm not saying it's right. I'm he, just saying that. And he and he was telling me he was like, you know, so many Asian Americans are against the Second Amendment, but he's like, they don't. They don't have a negative view on guns. They just have no view. And he's right, like, yeah. my wife's the same way. She she doesn't like guns because of the noise, but she's not against them. He's like, but people just don't understand, like, once you move to a full-fledged communist country, how oh, yeah. little you can do. Yeah. You have Shit. nothing. You, know? you say one bad word against the government, yep. they might kill you. Yeah. yeah. The only reason they let him be an archer because he was good at it was training people because they had a chance to go to the Olympics. That's the only reason he had the right to shoot a bow. Other than that, Fuck you. I'm, I'm actually surprised countries like China actually let them people leave to go live in other countries. Right. I mean, I really am. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't think North Korea can. I think no, North there, Korea, you're, they're, pretty you're pretty much well. locked down. Yeah. But as far as China, I'm surprised yeah. they let very many people He said out there's there. such a different gap. Like, okay, so here you have rich people. You kind of have a middle class, which is dwindling any more than you have poors. He goes, really, over there, you have rich people and you have everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Like, there is no... There is no middle class. You don't scrape out a fucking decent living right. and go on vacation. And yeah. You scrape out a bunch of money that you can save and you fucking move to America. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. Yeah. It's, I, and I truly do. I feel sorry for them people. And, and I, I honestly do feel sorry even for the people coming across the southern border. I don't think we should have open borders and let these people no. in. Right. I, I genuinely do feel sorry for them. But at some point in time, you got to take but, matters yeah, into your own hands. And, and take over yeah, their own country. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the answer to that is, but so does like the little China guy. Does he like talk about like old history, like World War Two? No, does he go back to? We didn't really get into that. I didn't be like, hey, was your grandpa one of the fuckers that sunk our boats? You know, right? But I I never knew what he was. I I'd seen him at shoots before, and he got a hold of me, and we rode out to Kansas together, but. He's not Japanese. He's Chinese. You know, right. like I could say they all look alike or whatever. But I, I didn't know you know, how <laughs> keen yeah, Chinese, them. Chinese didn't sink our boats. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know how keen they were. Like on World War, II. like you know, some some people, all you assholes. Or, no, you know. no. I mean, he's as pro American as pro American gets. I mean, yeah. he's a bigger and that's what and that's what he's so a bigger sh- patriot than a lot of people. Yeah, ever and that's what's so were. screwed up. Yeah, looking at it from a 
you know, a, a U.S. Yeah. standpoint, it's like this guy wasn't even born, not even a Native American. Well, was, a lot of these people don't know what they have. Exactly. That's like, exactly right. You know, this country, know when you're standing at the Olympics, not putting your hand over your heart for the American flag, I don't. Yeah. I think you're missing the fucking picture. What was the one lady the Olympics, that you know? hoped she got a gold medal so she could burn the American flag on the podium? Are you fucking serious? I mean... That, that just, to me, that's an we immediate ban. We ought to yeah. send her to shop China and let her make a statement like that about exactly. learning the China flag and yeah. see how far, see that, how far that goes. Yeah. yeah, Most of these people don't realize how close we come to losing World War II and the shitstorm right. we would be living in right now had it not been for... Yeah, for patriots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's a road I don't think they want to go down. No. You know, I don't see too many people, you know, tour, or Venezuela isn't a big tourist fucking trap. Right. No. Yeah. For no. a good reason. Yeah. And Absolutely. I don't know. It, you know, the average American takes a lot of things for granted that they shouldn't. And I think the average uh, head in the sand, liberal, whatever you want to call them, takes even more than that for granted. And yeah. it's it's sad, really, you know. I remember growing up, somebody was jacking around during the national anthem one time a little bit, a few rows in front of us at the ball game. And I thought my dad's eyes were going to burn that kid in two. You know, and that was 35 years ago. Yeah. You know, but uh, that made an impression on me, and you just just don't do that. If they don't like that, that's fine. If you don't like this country, that's fine. Don't don't represent it in the Olympics. Exactly. Stay home. Do whatever you got to do. Go to go to the country. Everybody wants socialism in this country. Then go to a socialist country and live yep. it up. Yep. Why yeah. screw up the last great place? There's, there's, go there and live it up. There's three sports in this country that you'd really get into that's still patriotic. That's anything shooting related, pulling, drag racing, and rodeo. Yeah. Yep. Those are the only ones that will start a prayer and uh, the, Imag- yeah. the American And if you notice, before. that ain't got a whole lot of pussies in any of them sports. Right. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. try doing that shit at a rodeo, see if you make it back to your car. Right. See yeah. if you make it back to your Prius, yeah. you're probably not going to. And if you do, the tires are probably going to be flat yeah. when you get there. But yeah. you don't care about that, Tony, because you're yeah. against big petroleum. Yeah. So you don't need tires anyway. Yeah. You'll just go home on unicorn farts and fairy dust. Yep. Yeah. This country don't realize, or a lot of people don't realize how close we come to losing World War II. I mean, yeah. there was several instances where... There's a lot of things that God obviously wanted it to be in our hands. There was a lot of coincidences that made that yep. deal work. Yep. And we've talked before, you know, the big bad German engineering. I mean, where did that... German I'm, engineering means one thing. Super complicated, damn hard to work on, can't fix it quick. Yeah. I've heard you guys talk about it, like with Mercedes engines. Open the hood on Mercedes one time in your life, yeah. and you'll go, what the fuck is yeah. all this shit? But those guys don't care. It's like, because right. they're going to have beer for lunch. Yeah. Herman, they all got to lay yeah. in the middle. We'll just make that part. That's you know? a joke. That's the stupidest thing That's in the a world. joke. Herman, the German, engineered this. You yeah. Know? You can tell. Yeah, you can tell because it's super complicated. We made it ten times harder to work on yep. than it needs to be. You know, it's all super precise, but you got to turn everything out on a lathe in your garage to make it fit. Right, super handy. Yeah, you know? the same company that didn't know it, the same country that didn't know it got cold in Russia in the winter, and didn't know that the transmissions in their tanks wouldn't make it from Germany all the way to Russia. Right. Maybe I'll yeah. do the math on that first. Really, their transmissions. Coming. No, there's a bunch of stuff on their tanks that wouldn't make it all the way. They had to change them a couple of times. And it's like, well, that's going to work out well. <laughs> but well, well thought out. But Hitler, if, you know, Tony was talking about how close we came to not winning World War II. If Hitler would not have fucked with Germany when he fucked with them. Russia. Russia. Yeah. Or, or, sorry, I'm Russia. Yeah. 
We oh, had for a sure. hell of a lot bigger situation on our hands Absolutely. than we did, you know. Absolutely. It had been a whole big shitstorm. Like yep. I said, we should have just parked our stuff at the French border after we freed France and said, you know what, you Germans and you Russians, you guys fight it out to your little hearts are content. Right. Blow the shit out of each other. And we'll pick up the pieces at the end. Yep. Yeah, it was damn close. I mean, it really was. There was a lot of instances, if you go back and look. What always cracks me up about World War II, and it's not funny, it's sad, but, you know, World War II was started because Germany invaded Poland, right? Yep. Oh, uh, we got to, we, we can't have that. But they said, well, this is all we're going to take, and then it escalated and escalated and escalated. So we, we free all this shit, we march over there, and we blow the shit out of everything, and then we give Poland to, to Russia. Now, do you think they were better off where the Germans had super complicated shit, but they had it, as right. opposed to the Russians who had nothing? Right. Yeah, let's leave it to them. Yeah. That makes a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of big coincidences in that deal. Like I it's, just, it. it's just amazing how big on a scale World War II was. I mean, oh, absolutely. Oh, it's Africa phenomenal. All, the, the stuff all that, of Europe. You the know. stuff that we produced, you know. Yeah. And that back then, we could outproduce people. Now, you realize you can't buy a chain made in America? Really? Uh, an actual, not like a log chain, but right. like yeah. a bicycle roller chain. chain. We don't make roller chain in America. Really? Zero companies in the United States make roller chain. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds like... There's probably no chain on a tank, I suspect. I mean, there's probably no chain. Right. Doesn't look like there would be. But yeah. it's like we talk, you know, well, we outproduced them. Well, yeah, none of our shit got leveled. Well, none of our shit got leveled, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, they're building shit in the side of a mountain after we bombed it six times. You know, it uh, it's ridiculous. I don't know. It just infuriates me, the, the fact that these people can't see the forest for the trees and we keep just shitting this country down the road. When we should just dominate in every facet of the game, if we just if we weren't for yeah. stupid regulations, we are regulating ourselves into oblivion of yep. stupidity. You know, we're we're worried about gender neutral bathrooms. Why yeah. China's built the biggest navy in the history of the world? Yeah, right. Sounds well, like it, you sounds remember like that'll work out good. In the like long with term. the Olympics coming up here in two weeks. You remember the last time we had the Olympics, which had been what five years ago because they're supposed to be last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless. You know, everybody was all butthurt that, well, the, the U.S. is, they're, they're winning too many medals. we got to back off here. Fuck that. I want to go there and dominate. Win everyone. I want to win, win every, every, I want to win the Olympics. I do the too. whole thing. I want, they never give you the final tally. I want to know who won the whole damn thing. Exactly. I want to dominate from front to back, top to bottom. Me too. Every fucking sport we're yes. in, we're, do, we're taking home gold in everything. That's I don't what care. I'm, that's what I'm looking for. Yep. Yeah. But, but the other thing that pisses me off about the Olympics is, and I'm all for the Olympics, but it's like, oh, we got all these green weenies that are, you know, they love the Olympics. And, oh, it's such nice to compete with the rest of the world. And it's, it's great and it's wonderful. But these are the same people that, you know, they, they want the Olympics, but they're, but they're green on the other side. You can't yeah. have tires on your car. You can't yeah. have a 454, yeah. you know, big block. Yeah. But we build these entire complexes, massive villages, yeah. this whole deal for the Olympics. And then we abandon this shit and we move to another place. Yeah. I don't have the Olympics in the same place twice. Yeah. Let's use the thing more than once. That's the way I see it. I've said that for years. Yeah. Why I not have an electric car because, you know, Jack Flash in L.A. thinks that I'm blowing smoke in the air. But meanwhile, we build this entire city in Russia that we yep. abandoned two days after the Olympics that wasn't right. done when the Olympics started. Yeah. Good plan. And just like all these green people doing that, you've produced nothing your whole life yes. training for this game. Yes. You've done nothing but burn fossil fuels your entire fucking life mm-hmm. doing this and produce nothing. At least the common Joe like you and I are producing something, doing something with our hands. You want to start the Olympics? Here's the new Olympics. Wherever it is. You ride your bicycle to it. Yep, that's exactly. the that's the buy-in. As you pedal your ass there, yeah. be as green as you can be. You pedal your ass there on yep. steel wheels, and once you get there, then we'll start the Olympics. The Olympics is four years from now. Start making your way. Exactly. When you get there, we'll turn on the lights. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the torch. Wait, we need to turn that into a flashlight or well, something. Absolutely. That we can't have, we have yeah, no yeah, flame. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's just oh, it's fossil fuel. Exactly. It's terrible. Exactly. It's terrible for everybody. I don't know. Yeah. It, 
the regulations and the stupidity anymore are just about to wear me out. Oh, I'm the same way. I, I just I can't take it anymore. I truly can't. Because we're the only country that worries about it, right? Right. Nobody cares. Until right. you get India and China yep. putting scrubbers on their shit and burning you know, less fuel and whatnot. You know what we're doing all, with all the coal in the United States right now? You know where it's going? Shipping it. To we're China. shipping it to China. They're dumping it in the ocean to store it because it doesn't burn up in the sun that way. Yep. So we can't burn it here because it's not green. So we ship it to China on uh, probably a fossil fuel powered boat. They dump it in the ocean, which I got to think is great for the water. Yeah. And then they're going to dig it out later when we're out of our, all you're, the coal and sell us the power back. You're actually, That's a great plan. You're actually wrong. Uh, the Biden administration just issued a sailboat powered container ship. So. Well, that should be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I so bet that thing will make so it. So we're good there. So they'll be there about the, time they, about the time they pedaled the Olympics, that boat will it's be there. to me, not great big diesels that's powering them. To me, so. Air Force One should be a fucking glider exactly. from here on out. Just yeah. like the World War II gliders we had that fucking crashed numerously <laughs> and killed everybody on board, then fucking Air Force One should be a glider. That's what that's what's You want to be a liberal-ass president? That's great. You get an electric car that has a range of about 20 miles. Yep. No more, no more guns you? protecting you because yeah, that's no, lead. That's, and that's bad. That's all bad. You know, what's, if it's good enough for you it, or good enough for me, by gosh, it's good enough for you. You know, Lead by example. I'm exactly. I 100% agree. Yep. Best leaders in the world always led by example. They were, they were willing to get down in the trenches and, and do it. Well, by gosh, the president ought to do it too. I honestly just don't get it. It doesn't make any sense, the, the hatred some people have. Fucking get the fuck out there. Yeah, so if you don't Go live country, in Central there's, Mexico there's, and see how There's plenty of shit boxes yep. in this world to live in. Yep. Go there. Oh, it, trying to drag us down. It's unreal. I, well, what's the new Biden hat? Because Make America Great Again was racist. So it's Build Back Better. Is that the new one? Well, how can we do that? We would have to be building it in yeah, America. Got, no, no, no. It's, it's I mean, fine because it's different. It's oh, different yeah, words. It's different language. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure the new Biden hat is Build Back Better, though. Not Make America Great Again. Build Back Better. Which Come on, man. It's all true. You, you got to. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, no controlled media there. They're all on the up and up. Yeah, I don't know. Well, goddamn, we went an hour and a half on this podcast. Yeah, we got way out we, there. Yeah, we did. We really got way out there and kind of really went off the fucking rails. Yeah, <laughs> but that's go. what we like. Way to go, Cushman. Yeah. Tony and I normally keep yeah. this thing real straight and narrow. Family oriented. Yeah, you, you come along. Yeah, well, I've been trying to get a Nick McCormick rant going. I think we finally well, got a couple on this one. We've yeah. got. Yeah, we've come. Yeah, I haven't went full off. On the deep end, but give me time. Let me easing in, just dipping my foot in the water. I hear stomping upstairs. I think my wife's home. My wife had been at your wife's house. Yeah, that can't be good. No, she's probably drunk. That might be her falling down. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be kids stomping through. The- I don't know. I don't know. But uh, but nonetheless, we got to cut this off here. I mean, we were probably boring you guys to death. We do appreciate all you truck drivers listening. We get a lot of comments that, hey, man, you get me through the day driving up and down the road. And we're glad to hear that. Granted, we ain't the best podcast out there. Yeah, hope, hopefully none of them take offense to anything. No, I exactly. Hey, because we, I was a truck driver, so. We call a spade a spade here, and if you don't like it, just like I say on TikTok, go fuck yourself. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, no, we do appreciate you guys tuning in. We hope it gets you through the day. And, you know, I know how it is going up and down the road. The radio sucks anymore. You can't find any good music on. It's good to listen to something that you can relate to, so. Anyway, thanks a whole bunch for tuning in, guys. You can follow Nathan on TikTok. It's Bullets, the letter N, Mullets. Nick McCormick is N McCormick1466, and you all know me as Growing Corn 2020. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time.